This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back here on the KNC Masterpiece on 105.3 The Fan, getting set up for a big-time weekend. Cowboys, they can't sleepwalk through a game. They, They just can't. And, Mike, I really do think that the question you asked Jerry Jones, as we just had a little conversation about it, might deserve more digging into because Jerry said, you know, they, they're not thinking about, right. you know, they're thinking about their opponent when they're on the field. And when people talk about the culture problem with the Cowboys, this could be something that maybe is a, is a good point to point at, where this week the focus has been, and maybe I'm wrong, but a lot of the focus in the media and every other conversation has been about the Eagles, not the Jacksonville right. Jaguars. And I wonder if that disconnect where Jerry's like, no, they're not, they're not wired that way. They're wired differently. If, because these players, they, they need to be trained each week to, to be focused on one opponent in front of them and go defeat that opponent. And I think sometimes like they, the, the, the coaches or maybe Jerry and the crew think, oh, no, they're fine. And that's what when people get ticked off about what happened against the Texans, even though you won, you looked great to open the game. You look miserable for the rest of the game until the last two minutes. They think, well, they overlooked them. They didn't prepare the right way against a team they should have blown out. And maybe that is something. Uh, and I'm hoping that this weekend isn't, doesn't turn out in that manner. Maybe I do hope that it kind of turns out that they, they, ha- they suffer something that makes them go, you know what, we got we to gotta focus better. We have to be a better prepared and focused team. I think you got, you're on to something there, Mike. Well, and here's the deal. And I know I tried to preface the preference, preface, the quest, preface, preface, preface the question. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> I stink at this. It's okay. No, you're but great, No, buddy. I tried to do this in that, hey, I know what it's like as a player. When the Yankees come to town, people start calling and people start – you're playing the Tampa Bay Rays and you're playing the Florida Marlins. I'm just mm-hmm. going to, and then the next series is the Yankees. You still have five or six games till you get to the Yankees, but people start calling you up for the Yankees tickets. People start asking you questions, especially when they had Jeter and Rivera and A-Rod and, and all that. It's all of a sudden, Hey, the Yankees, you guys are getting ready to play the Yankees. And, this whole week has been for both teams, including Philadelphia going to Chicago. I'm not, I will be surprised if Chicago wins that game. I will not be surprised if it's close. Is that they have been focusing and hearing about the Cowboys. And you try to keep your mind on it. Just like Jerry's saying, by the time you get on the field and you're warming up, when you get to Soldier Field or you get to, I don't even know what Jacksonville's called, but Jacksonville Field, when you get there, you're fine. You're ready to go. But... Throughout the week, you've been hearing from Clarence Hill or John Mashota or whoever or from whatever. You've been hearing from people talk about the Eagles, Christmas Eve, your parents, your siblings, your friends. They're not talking about Jacksonville. Yeah. I haven't heard a whole bunch of Travis Etienne and Trevor Lawrence questions to the players. 
I've heard about Jalen Hurts. I've heard about the Philadelphia defense. I've heard about Christmas Eve. This game is getting built up, and it should be getting built up. We're giving away Dallas Cowboys and Eagles Philadelphia t- Eagles tickets. Next week, though. Next, next week. week. <laughs> what did our bosses do? We're already starting to promote don't concentr- it. <laughs> our bosses told us without telling us, don't concentrate on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. Start building up the Eagles game. What are you guys going to do for Eagles week? Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. You're absolutely right. Everything's built towards it. This is where Bill Parcells would say, don't eat the cheese. Don't start... And I think the Cowboys, one maybe good thing is they already did it. It was last Sunday, and they overlooked the Texans. Yes, they got ready to play and all these things. But they won. They won. So can they get there? Are they, they like, score, ah, we'll be I, fine. I think they got scared enough to be like, we did. We had a horrible game, and we still beat them. That's the only team in the NFL we could beat playing that way. Okay. All and, right. And so I do think that maybe, and I'm hoping, that because of how bad they played against Houston and how they scored a quick touchdown, very every play worked. I mean, the first, whatever, six to eight plays worked, touchdown, Dallas Cowboys, easy game. So it even in their minds go, man, we're great, they're horrible, and then they were in a battle, and they did find a way. 98-yard drive, great job by the Cowboys, great job by Dak. But this is not a game that has been focused on at all by the media. You're right. And so right now, I do think there is a challenge by the players to really focus on this game. Because if you lose this game, it's over. Yeah. It doesn't, the Philadelphia game really doesn't matter, except for can you beat them and believe you can beat them in Philadelphia in the divisional round? Because most likely, if you lose any game the rest of the way, Philadelphia is going to get the one seed. And you're going to be the five seed, and you will most likely hopefully beat Tampa and then go to Philadelphia. That would most likely be your route. So you'd say, hey, we feel better because we beat them on Christmas Eve. But that's the only thing that game would matter at all. Right now, you got to beat Jacksonville to keep your hopes alive of winning the division. And I just think for both teams, this is a trap game because everything is being built up for that Philadelphia game. The, there was another positive that, I, that came out of that interview. And Reggie, I hope it makes its way. I, I know this might be a quick turnaround. I hope it makes its way into Masterpiece of the Week for one one simple reason. We started setting this up in Oxnard. Jerry Jones today, when he said Mike McCarthy, he said Mike McCarthy. He said Mike, and then he corrected himself and said Mike McCarthy, much like Mickey has done uh, on his side of this. And I think that is a masterpiece in and of itself, is that we started, Mike started this bit and he's like, I was here before him. <laughs> I'm going to be here after him. Uh, and so, Mike, I I give you a lot of credit. This is a long con bit, but even Jerry Jones has bought into the KNC Masterpieces version of Mike versus Mike McCarthy. What do you think, Reggie? I mean, I'm glad that Mike's been able to make this happen. <laughs> All right, let's hit it for Forgiveness Friday. And we start, guys. This is this, uh, did somebody make a terrible pop uh, sports or pop culture opinion that you're like, man, you're an idiot. That's kind of the same thing, right? Yeah. Well, you did something terrible this week. Idiot. You did something terrible this week. There you go. Maybe you're looking forward to doing something terrible next week. What? You're already starting to plot it out. Can you get pre-forgiveness? You can get pre-forgiveness. I didn't yes. Realize yeah, that. this has happened before. Wow. It's gonna happen, but you know that. So you go ahead and get the pre-forgiveness. Come back next week and ask for re-forgiveness. Okay, so should I ask forgiveness from, fantastic, from uh, Kevin Gray, who I gave him his Christmas gift. However, his was the first one I wrapped this year. Oh. And I haven't wrapped gifts in a while, so he got the janky wrap. Oh, is it bad wrapping? It's not very good. I'm not good at wrapping anyway. I'm I'm decent at it, but my wife has made me wrap gifts 
ever since she's pretty much known me. Like, no, you're wrapping. You can't put it in a bag. You're wrapping. Your, no, I can't. If, if it's a bad gift, let's say I'm giving somebody a hat. Obviously, that's going in a bag. Yeah. I'm not wrapping a hat. But like, if it's in a box and it's a wrappable gift, she usually, she will help me out a little bit. But she's usually said, no, you need to do your own wrapping. If you bought me a present or bought the kids a present, you need to wrap that gift, whether you're good or bad at it. So I'm not bad at it. Mm -hmm. I know I know how to do it and do it somewhat correctly. But I will say on the sides, I don't get it as tight as I'd like. All right. Mm -hmm. Mark that one for me. Yep. I appreciate that. Rachel. You just have mm -hmm. to use sometimes a little extra tape to make it a little bit cleaner. All right. Sounds like that sounds serious. Um, the uh, my wife. Here's how I cheated the system. She said you said the system. She said I will. I'll wrap every. She loves wrapping. So she and she loves the spirit of Christmas. Is that why Avery loves wrapping? Uh, no, that's a different kind of wrapping for um, Avery. Uh, but she loves to wrap presents. She said I'll wrap every present we get. I'll take care of that. All I ask is that you wrap mine. And now. What oh, I, so you wrap one gift a year. Or two. Like, I'll get her two things. Okay, that's but nice. what I've decided, this is how I cheated, because I was doing so bad. I said, you know what? I'll just hide the gifts in the Christmas tree. Or we. she has a bunch of stuffed bears that she's gotten for years, the, the Godiva bear. Every year they have a new one. And I'll get her the new one, and I'll just put it in the in the pile of all the bears and then on christmas she's she's like oh there it is you know she sees it so i just hide it in the christmas tree or something I'm, i make it a game for her and so i now i don't even have to wrap presents because she's always around anyway so wrapping, i wouldn't even have time wrapping's you know? kind of nice once you get into the once you get into the groove of it i love to sit next to her while she wraps presents mm. have a bourbon and watch her wrap presents while we watch some lame christmas movie and i'm not saying it's lame because i don't like it it's just lame. Like most of those Christmas yeah, movies are like the same. Things. We yeah, know what fine. these Hallmark movies are. Some dude in a red and black plaid shirt, and he's uh, he's the one that she's eventually going to fall in love with in this small town that she used to live in. We know how it goes. Christmas in New Orleans. You know, watched it last year. Christmas on the Bayou. It happens. From the 682, can I ask for forgiveness for hoping to win those Cowboys tickets and canceling Christmas Eve dinner with the in-laws? That's right, Mike. That's a great plan. Just say, you know what? We got Cowboys tickets. What, what are we going to I mean, we, we got to go Got to go to the game. Sorry, in-laws. Bye. Well, I do know that. Unless we, you like your in-laws. We are, usually we get to my parents' house around, we celebrate Christmas Eve with my parents. We usually get there around 5.30 to 6.30 because we usually we would go to church. We usually try to go to like the 3 o'clock or 4 o'clock service. Gotcha. Um, this one, I hate saying this, but it doesn't look like we're going to go to church on Christmas Eve. Okay. And I hate saying this, but because of the Cowboy game, so we're going to be at my parents at three o'clock. So the plan is my mom who does Christmas Eve up big with a whole bunch of food and everything like that is it's pretty much going to be a whole bunch of food while we all watch the Cowboys and Eagles game. Once again, see how we're not building up the Jacksonville game <laughs> at all. Uh, is that so? I do have little nieces and nephews because I said, you know, it'd be great is if we just, you know, all eat, have a great time, watch the game, and then after the game's over, I'll open up presents. And I forget my kids can do that. They're 17, 14, and right, 12. Right. Yeah. The 
more five-year-old through three-year-olds are not going to want to get there, see all these presents underneath a Christmas tree, and wait from three o'clock until seven o'clock at night That's to open fact. up presents. So I said, I get it. I, hey, however you want to do it, mom. If you want to open up presents at three thirty, or you know, I totally get it and, and understand because of the kids are going to want to open up presents and play with them while they're at the house. Of course so, they will. Yeah, so we're we are changing our Christmas wow. Eve schedule for the Cowboys for the Cowboys game. Wow. You ever think that would happen? Sure. From the two but I didn't I it's it's I can't even remember the last time. I'm sure oh, yeah. they have. It's been a, yeah, I think it's been a long time. From the 214, I need forgiveness for laughing seeing six people in matching red and black flannels looking at Christmas lights. They were all in separate families. So, yeah, that's okay. I mean, I th- I'm a, I'll forgive you for that one. I, yeah, think you, you, I think you're just appreciating the joy of the season. Yeah, for sure. Uh, from the 214, please forgive the Cowboys for losing to the Jaguars as they fall for the trap game. What just happened there? Are that, you okay? So they're asking for Gazante? pre. Yeah, that's they're asking for pre-forgiveness. But if it doesn't happen, then how do we take the forgiveness back? That's the question. I think this is going to be a heck of a game this Sunday. You think so? I do, I do think that the Cowboys are better. The Cowboys should win the game, but I do think this is the wrong time to be playing Jacksonville. I think the best time to play Jacksonville was the first eight weeks of the season as they were learning Doug Peterson, as they were struggling more at times, very inconsistent. They can be very inconsistent on this Sunday, but I think the more you see Trevor Lawrence play, the better and the better and the better he's getting. And so this is where... I saw this game on the schedule, and for the Cowboys, I thought, I wonder if it would have been better to play them the first eight weeks. And now that it's come to this week, I do think it would have been better to be playing Trevor Lawrence earlier in the year than as he's gaining yeah. confidence and playing better and better and better. Yeah, he and he and uh, Doug Peterson are doing some special things. Maybe the last, the last time they missed games. the playoffs. I think so. In a while. Yeah. Like, I think as long as Trevor Lawrence is healthy, they're about to run a whole bunch of division titles there. Yeah, I'm I'm very interested where the Peterson conversation goes from here. If they look back and go, oh, he actually is a good coach. Or if he, if he just is a mediocre coach that had a special season uh, that one time. I got some names for the Bulls this year, Mike, and I wanted to know if they need forgiveness for the way they name these Bulls. How many bowl games will you watch? Two. Maybe really? Four, maybe four. Well, the two, I the feel two like you'd champion. have to have three. Yeah, I need least. to watch at least three. The semis and then the championship. Yeah. yeah, I'll probably watch part of whatever one OU's in. I'll probably watch part of whichever one. Did UNT play in? Uh, they're so, playing Boise State, right? Tomorrow? Yeah, I think? I think they're tomorrow. So, okay, five. I'll probably keep an eye on five. And I will also wow, say I'm this. I'm not going to watch Sugar Bowl. Reginald, I will also turn on a TV and just leave the tv on whatever game it's on that's what they want but i'm not sitting games the whole christmas season is that or holiday season because you know more holidays but you know just they have a whole bunch of content for you to have on the tv and in a sports bar at this given time that's what these are for any like any general place that i'm at i'll I'll make sure there's a game on even like at the in-laws i go to the in-laws and i'm i always will go to the back room and turn on a football game and it just becomes the. You just love hiding from your family. It, come, you? it becomes the area where everybody congregates oh, okay. after they've had their discussion. Uh, you know, they talk about things, and what I don't kind know. Of things? I don't know stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, family mm-hmm. stuff, older family things like that. And I'm like, oh, stuff okay. things. Right. Yeah, and I could learn, but I pretty much know it all. I've been dating her since high school, so like I know everything. So 
this game's new. I've never seen this happen before, maybe. Um, so, yeah, Mike, I think I'll probably watch five. Okay. And then the rest of them will kind of be trickled in and filtered in throughout uh, the rest of the time. You know what? We'll have to get to that list later because coming up next, it's time to talk to our Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola, next on The Fan. Back here on the KNC Masterpiece on 105.3 The Fan. Don't forget, forget, we are giving away tickets today in the noon hour, probably during the expressway. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is 35 uninterrupted minutes of sports radio content right there. Coming up at 1220. Tickets to see Brian Regan, the star comedian. So get ready for that coming up at around 1230-ish. So be ready for that. But right now, before we get to Mickey Spagnuolo, Mike, I have the list of the worst bowl names. Now, I know that last night, Kevin Gray and Reggie did the creatable segment, which is brilliant. Yeah, I've, I've for years stumped for the idea that Scrubbing Bubbles needs to get together. Probably would like the Oakland Alameda Coliseum and have the Scrubbing Bubbles Toilet Bowl. I love that. I love that idea. And, like, that's the, the great freedoms of working night uh, to be creative with those kinds of things. And I love that you're taking advantage of that, man. And here with us today. Appreciate you. This list comes from For the Win, USA Today. Number 10, Mike, the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. Do you know what SRS Distribution is? It's got to be a logistics company, doesn't it? It's like, yeah, sound, distribution, mm-hmm. logistics. Like a Sam's Club or <laughs> no, Costco no. or like something? Like a UPS kind of thing, maybe? Or maybe well, it is well, a Sam's Club. I don't club. even know if it's, it's quite close. like that. I think it's just like one of these logistics companies that helps uh, companies get Roofing supplies. Stuff. Never mind. They distribute roofing supplies. Oh, okay. So they do distribute, but just specifically roofing supplies? Yep. Huh. And they have a bowl. They're like shingles or nothing else. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I guess you know what it probably is? It's probably like SRS stood for something S roofing supplies. <laughs> Sounds right. Standard roofing supplies. There we think, go. We do you know. think they called them? Or <laughs> they were like, hey, how did this go? We really think they got the, the name. We for- can't find a sponsor. <laughs> Call the roofing. Well, company. okay. I like this one then from number nine, the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl presented by Stiffle. I don't know if it's Stiffle or Stiffle. So Jimmy Kimmel Stifle, called and said, you guys are struggling to get a sponsor. I'd like to sponsor a bowl. <laughs> well, what's funny is like the sponsor Stiffle. Stiffle. But like they, they started oh. this bowl last year, I believe. Yeah, yeah I do remember And it this. was just like. We're going to have an L.A. Bowl, and I don't understand what uh, what correlation Jimmy Kimmel has with it. Uh, the I'm going to run through a couple more of these real quick before we get to Mickey. The Tax Act Texas Bowl, because Texas loves to add taxes or That's something. That's right. Sure. Uh, the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Mm-hmm. N- not great is what they say. The Wasabi Fenway Bowl. So is that played at Fenway? It's played at Fenway. We have three baseball stadium bowls. There's the Fenway Bowl. There's the Bad Boy Moors Pinstripe Bowl. And then there is the Guarantee Rate Bowl played at Chase Stadium. When I was at Globe Life Park Field, the new one, <laughs> it was a football. St- it was a football field. There. Wait, do we have one at? Maybe I. I mean, I feel like there should be a game there. I know Carter is the college football. Carter's nut. right. There's a regular season game, which oh. was what, Air Force this year. Yeah, okay. I think that's what they Air said. Air Force and Army. Like, I didn't even know they turned this into a football field, but they're like, yeah, we had it for, and I couldn't remember the, the names of the teams. The Cricket Celebration Bowl. The Celebration Bowl is a yearly institution. I, I am very upset that this is on this list. I don't like that at all. The Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. I mean, what, you don't like mortgages? And Duke's Mayo Bowl. I like, I like oh, Mayo. Oh, the Duke's Mayo Bowl is awful. Yeah, Mayo's no, mayonnaise. good, though. Is that the dude that got mayonnaise thrown on him? Yeah, that is exactly what it is, Mike. Good job, man. Thanks. 
Uh, there Charlotte you go. Charlotte deserves better than the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Okay, you know what? Hellman's. Yeah, Hellman's Mayo is what yeah, they I did. did. I, I was not upset with the brand, but uh-huh. okay. Oh, oh, hold on. You don't like Mayo? No. I can't believe That's it's not Mayo. That's a bowl game. You like Miracle Whip? Uh, no? All right, 877-881-1053. Text in Miracle Whip or Mayo. I want to see. And Mayonnaise can... is the most controversial cond- condiment. Is it really? I think so. I tasted terrible ketchup yesterday. We'll get back into How? that. Yeah, I know. That's exactly what ketchup? that's exactly 100%. what I thought. That's exactly what I thought. If it ain't Heinz, it ain't right. Interesting. All right, we'll get back into this battle in just a few minutes. But right now, it's time for our Dallas Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola, brought to you by Ford, built for Texas, built for you. Mickey, how are things going today, sir? Mayo all the way. All right, just regular Do you have a brand that you like the most? I could eat it by the spoonful. Interesting. Gross. I've it is eggs. It's kind of whipped eggs, kind of wow. oil. Is it? Is it? Does it? Is Hellman's or it, you know what? It 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 doesn't matter. Just as long as it's mayo and not Whew. whatever that whipped stuff is. Hey, did you ever ask David Hellman if he if his family if could his, hook you if up? He was, <laughs> if they came up with the recipe, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Mickey, we finally got to T Law Week. T Law Week. T Law game. Say it. Say the full name. Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> oh, 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 T-Law. Yep, he's calling him it's T-Law. Sun, it's sunshine time. Oh, let's see. He's been hot. What is it? What have they been doing that's like that he's been so good for the last five weeks that they weren't doing? Was it just him and Peterson having to learn together? Well, or, or maybe incorporate everybody that they brought in this year, mm-hmm. like the receiving core, the tight end. Um, you know, it was all new. What did they start off? Two and six, and now they've gone three and two. Um, but, you know, he's playing at a high level. The wide receivers are playing at a higher level, and they're protecting the quarterback. You know, I keep saying this. He's not out there playing singles. Uh, they lead the league uh, with most games giving up no sacks, and it's six. Uh, the second-place teams, there's like three – or four, it's at four, and the Cowboys are one of them. Cowboys have actually given up fewer sacks than than Jacksonville. Jacksonville has given up uh, 23. I think the Cowboys have given up uh, 16, nine of of Dak and seven of Cooper Rush. Uh, But they've done a better job of protecting them, Uh, and then that certainly helps a quarterback, and you get on the same page with two new receivers with Zay Jones and Christian Kirk. And all of a sudden, things started clicking for them, uh, especially, you know, the, the amount of points they had been scoring compared to what they did earlier in the season. I saw Dak say the, the interceptions just can't happen anymore. And I'm curious how he handles that. Is it, well, I just don't throw to places that I'm not comfortable no, throwing to? No, that's not going to happen. And he's not going to quit throwing the ball down the field. Um, so, so what's uh, the solution there? The solution is for everybody to run their routes correctly and not have the ball bounce off their hands into, uh, interceptions and, and for him to maybe recognize the situation when he thinks he can fit. I mean, every quarterback thinks he can fit a ball, uh, into the, uh, you know, in, in, into the eye of a needle. Mm -hmm. Of course they do. And you better. Yeah. Uh, Otherwise, you know, go play in the USFL. 
so, th- I mean, that's just quarterbacks. That's their mentality. And, and at times you have to decide, do I take that chance or do I not take that chance? And a lot of that has to do with where the game uh, is going and where you are on the field, right? Um, you don't want to throw an interception in the end zone uh, when you're, you know, in field goal range or you've got another down. But if it's third down and you're behind, you're saying, well, the field goal's not doing me any good. I'm going to fit that thing in there. And that's just part of their makeup. I think it's part of the deal. And, you know, and as he said kind of yesterday, well, not, he didn't say it, but somebody asked him the question, do you find it kind of, uh, you know, confusing that you just led a 98-yard drive for the winning touchdown, but everybody's focusing on your interceptions? The uh, You had uh, McCarthy this morning, and I know you had a little conversations with him afterwards, the, the walk-off. The, how are we feeling about where the offensive line is going to look this week? I know we heard five different combinations and all that. So yeah, what are you and I at? think that you know, I, I don't think um, anything's set in stone that one person's going to go out there and play seventy snaps. I think that's where that is. I think that uh, it was a logical, to me, a logical assumption that Tyron Smith would get snaps in practice at right tackle. Uh, I just think you don't want to upset the entire offensive line and then start somebody that hasn't started at right tackle when you've got a guy that's going to wear a yellow jacket at some point that could just step over there. But he's not going to – I would imagine he's not playing 60 snaps. Uh, And, you know, who knows who starts and who rotates in. Uh, But I think that's the end probably the end result they're looking at uh i just don't know that you're going to get that you know immediately uh so you practice josh ball over there you practice jason peters over there uh and then see uh how it turns out but i don't think anybody is going to be one guy on sunday in jacksonville play 60 snaps at right tackle and if they do i think it'll be shocking so instead of just giving the score here, Mick, I would like for you to give an idea. Do you think the Cowboys get a lead and just hold on to the lead throughout the game? It, it feels a little bit more like the Houston game. How do you see this game playing out? You can give the final score in the end, but I'm just wondering how tight of a game you think this is throughout. I think it's a tight game. I think they're playing well. Uh, they're, they're playing at home. Uh, they're 5-8, and eight, but you know what? If, if they should win this game, uh, and the Cowboys beat Tennessee, they play the Titans the final game of the season. And, the, and, and if, if they beat them twice, they can win this thing. So you're not, you're not looking at a team that's looking uh, to put their head on a soft pillow and go away. The, the, these guys, this, this kind of is one of their playoff games. So you're going to get whatever they've got, you're going to get their best. And the Cowboys need to realize that. Uh, and they also need to realize uh, that if they don't win this game, Christmas Eve doesn't mean a thing because you're going to be three games back. Chances are the Eagles are playing the Bears. Uh, you're going to be three games back with three to go. And what are the odds that you're going to make up that ground? Uh, I don't think Philadelphia can lose the final three games of the season so they could tie, right? 
Uh, so I think the importance of this game for both teams is going to make this thing, I think, uh, a dogfight. Uh, you know, they're playing better. Uh, the Cowboys have played better. They're capable of playing better. Uh, and if they eliminate uh, the turnovers, uh, your rookie punt returner doesn't, you know, fumble a punt for the second time in his career because the first one cost him. Uh, if you don't get a couple double tip passes for interceptions and you don't get stopped on the one yard line on fourth and goal, uh, then, yeah, they're, they're a very good team that should be able to go there and win this game. But as we know, um, you know, the NFL is one of the greatest reality shows on TV because it's real. Oh, except for the new uh, the new one. Is it uh, Milf Manor? Is that the one that's a new reality show that you haven't seen, Mike? We're going to have to talk about is that, that one. Wilson? Uh, no, it's a different – yeah, maybe. Maybe I'll talk about it more with you later. Mickey, what is your prediction for uh, – for this weekend, I believe the Cowboys win this game 27 18. And I don't know why I woke up in the morning and had 18 on my mind, but I'm going with that. There it is. That's how scientific this thing is. See, that's the way, that's what science is what it's all about, man. Mickey, thank you very much. Have a great all weekend. Right. See you guys. There he goes, Mickey Spagnola. Mike, I know you're tired of it. I know you're tired of this story. Beckham time. Jerry Jones said Odell's going to join us. To who? We'll do it next on The Fan. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Back here on the KNC Masterpiece on 105.3 The Fan, it is time to go around the entire NFL and dip into some gridiron gravy. Dip food. Just dip food. You want some food, huh? Yeah. Mike's I'm, hungry, I'm y'all. I'm getting hungry. I got some boiled eggs in there. Yeah, that's fine. Unopened, unopened bag and some cheese. Um, you call what? them just boiled, not hard boiled. Just boil. Why do we call them hard? I guess you could soft boil the, them. It's so the, the yolk. yolk. Yeah, the yolk, the yolk is hard or hard. Soft. Yeah, yeah. So that's the difference. Glad um, we found that one. Diamond Factory Dallas brings you gridiron gravy, that's ladies right. and gentlemen. Also, we bring you the news. That's what we do. We like to report the news. Is it news that you can use? Maybe. News. Okay. news All right. News, so news. this is amazing. This morning we had Jerry Jones on. We didn't even ask. I asked Jerry Jones. Well, you're right. We didn't ask. He He brought Odell Jr. He threw him in like we signed him with T.Y. Hilton. Like, like, we joint signed these two guys? Both Reggie and uh, and Mike's heads popped up like, hold on, what? Uh, Because he said we have the ability to add players like Odell and T.Y. He said Odell first. Yeah, Yeah, he did. Like, we've got him. Here was the question. I asked him, you know, is, is it still alive? Is that still alive? Is the deal close? And he said, very alive, very much. He and I want it to be alive. We all want it to be alive. Then he did not say how close they were. Jarrett Bell from USA Today reported this. He said that Jerry Jones told them Thursday, told USA Today on Thursday, Odell's going to join us. There's a good chance he will. 
with the complete goal of getting ready for a playoff game or two, and then I'll look at the fu- look to the future, but most of it being about now. He quoted, he was quoted saying, Odell's going to join us. So I do think, Reggie, you can use that in any way, shape, or form you want. Thanks, man. But I also saw that Jane Slater tweeted out an OBJ in reporting uh, and the reporting of USA Today and Jarrett Bell, that is the reporter. Everyone I've talked to says Jerry Jones is driving the bus on this one, so stand by. So there you go. The full articles at usatoday.com if you want to check that out. But that is where... Oh, also, the Jerry Jones uh, interview right here on 105, on 105 Fan is already on you know, your Odyssey apps, on anywhere you get the podcasts. Yeah. Thank you very much, Reggie. Who interviewed him? We did. We were You were there, Mike. You did great, too. Yeah, you were great. So I know that everybody is saying they're tired of the story, yet can't stop clicking on links whenever they see them pop up on their Twitter timelines. That's what Jerry said today. I'll show you. Man, that is fascinating. I saw a story this morning that said that Mike White is uh, concussed, is fully confident that he will play on Sunday. That's not what Adam Schefter said. Adam Schefter is reporting that he has not been cleared from protocol and that the MILF hunter himself, Zach Wilson, will indeed start for the New York Jets. Guess who's back? Against the Bills. Back again. In a, In a snowstorm. Oh, no, no, that's Miami. Against, is it mm, Detroit? Not, Detroit. It is Detroit? Yeah. Because I remember I was listening yep, to Choppy's picks and he picked Detroit. Yeah. It's even a better pick. Because I have Jared Goff on my fantasy team, and I had to go with something else. This isn't fair. You shouldn't just say he's finished after his second year, but I do feel like this is an important game for Zach Wilson. If he does play, if the report is correct, and he goes out there, and Detroit doesn't have the best defense. I know they're playing a lot better as the season has progressed, but my gosh, if you go out there and you lose, let's just say 27 to 10 or something like that, I don't know. I don't know how New York goes into the offseason and goes, we really believe in Zach Wilson and he's our guy. I think at that point they have a good enough team. I don't know. You guys can say something different. I believe New York has a good enough team to win 10-plus games next year. I'm in the same boat. If Zach Wilson is your quarterback, it's tough to pick that. Yeah. You know, there have been questions about what Zach Wilson's seeing. A lot of questions about, like, what is the kid out of college anyway? Um, and then there's this idea of entitlement and, and so forth. I think you're right, Mike. They've We've talked about this at length. They added really good skill position players. They added better blocking up front. They added their defense is stout. I think they are a very ready team for that moment, but they're that quarterback away, and they haven't had any consistency at the position at all this year due to injuries and being you know, like, well, is Flacco really it? But that team's that close. Um but can they carry that over can like you know season to season well that's on the that's where the quarterback stand you know the quarterback's the big difference maker there so yeah. you got a really good point and they are that close but they're still that far away Brock Purdy who i think is becoming Mike's favorite new young player is it because of the is it because of the boss or? yeah okay. i mean you got a part of the family here at our station he is possibly he is joining Aaron Rodgers um, is possible? I know it's just Kevin's supposed to be here to say no, that's not yeah, possible. Different person. But I am definitely different not gonna. Family. I love going with that thing. As long, yeah, 
that's what we were made to believe. How many Purdy's are there? Yeah, nobody knows. And there's I no way to I can't say definitively that. how many Purdy's are. Yeah. See, and then I think you made a great point, Corey, a few weeks ago. Uh, there's a person that also played Major League Baseball with the last name Bassett. Same initial as me. M. Bassett. And then you said, are you related to that person? And that's my father. And here we have B. Purdy and B. Purdy. I mean, we just present the facts, Reggie. Yeah. One of them has a dad. Really, both only, of them. I was like, only one of them has a dad? What happened? I have a dad, and Brock Purdy has a dad. And there is a possibility that his dad's name is Brian. Text in if you also have a dad. 877-881-1053. Oh, man. Um, I mean, it could be, just like Shaq. His biological didn't bother. Right. That's Yeah, that's true. The Niners clinched. Because we see a guy in the stands that claims he's his dad. <laughs> now, wait, what is this conspiracy theory that you're doing now? Have you seen him? He doesn't look like him. Yeah. He looks more like his mother than he does his yeah. dad. You know? I mean, let's put Brock and Brian Why together. Why are you putting air quotes on that? Let's see. Let's send them to, where do you go, Dave and Buster's or whatever, and they have that deal. Like, they take a <laughs> facial picture of you and a facial picture of your girlfriend. Or, I've and then not they, seen this. And they do, like, here's what your child would look like. Uh-huh. All the deal. places to try and get, like, that type of thing. Dave and Buster's is where we're going. Yep. All right. Cool. And thanks a lot, Reggie. Now a lot of people are texting in about how they don't have a dad. Thank, well, oh. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, or, friends. Yeah. Um, Somebody had to get that mom pregnant. The 49ers clinched the NFC West with their victory. Brock Purdy has a 115-plus quarterback rating in his first two starts. Is that good? Only one other quarterback has ever accomplished this feat. So Dak. is that good? Oh, yeah, it's pretty good. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's pretty significant. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, his first two starts in 2008. Purdy is the third quarterback since at least 1950 with a completion percentage of 70% with four touchdown passes and zero interceptions through his career, along with Aaron Rodgers and Dak Prescott. Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, Jimmy G. I will this say this. Insane. For Aaron Rodgers, I'm not saying Brock Purdy's going to be Aaron Rodgers. Maybe he'll be more Tom Brady, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But is... Aaron Rodgers, that was his third year in the league. He was drafted in 06. Yeah. 06, 07, if I have my years right. Those, and then yeah. you're talking about, yeah, in 2008, well, he had sat behind Brett Favre for two years. Kind of knew where the bathroom was in a lot of the stadiums. Like, those are the things that you kind of, you're waiting for your moment to go, okay, finally, I get to do this thing that I know that I can do. I've been practicing. I've been ready to go. Tyler Lockett suffered a broken finger, may miss the rest of the season. I hate it here. How much does that affect Gino, because that dude catches so many footballs. Uh, like he's a really good catcher of the football. Yeah, it's tough. They have a really good wide receiving core with Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, and the like. So you know, losing that, you you never get better losing talent like that. That's so for I'm, sure. I'm sure that's tough, man. Uh, and you know, they're Seattle's just, falling apart. You think so? You think this is the half they're year play, that they Gino lost Smith to Carolina? I'm not putting it on Gino. I think last night. Let's that's face right. it. Nobody's going to score 20 points against San Francisco. If you score 20 points against San Francisco, that's like scoring 40 points against other teams. So their defense is unbelievable. So I don't blame Geno for last night's loss, but losing to Carolina, and I forget who they lost to, but they're just, they're dying. And it's kind of setting up that, I can't believe this can happen, but it's setting up that Philadelphia, Dallas, Washington, and New York are all going to make the playoffs. But that being said, there's the Detroit Lions. I'm looking. There have been, uh, man, there has only been two teams that have scored 20 points against them this year. What games were they? Do you know 
what the who those two teams are. You don't. I do. I have no clue. The Falcons defeated them twenty-eight to fourteen. Sure, wow. everybody expects that, which we all knew. Mm-hmm. And the Chiefs beat them forty-four to twenty-three. Okay. Other than that, <laughs> other than that, nobody else is putting twenty points up against the San Francisco 49ers this 44 year. Forty-four them thing. I mean, even when the Bears beat them, the Bears beat them nineteen to ten. And then the Broncos beat them eleven to ten. Like the scores just aren't crazy. But yeah, Kansas City put, as Reggie said, forty-four of those things up on the board against them. Saquon Barkley says, "I've been lacking the last couple of weeks. Uh, his status for last Sunday was in doubt due to a neck injury, but there's no question. Like his availability for this Sunday is very crucial uh, game against the Commanders, where." They are playing the very well-known back-to-back series against the Commanders. Uh, which, How often does that happen in the NFL where you play back-to-back against a team? I think almost never. Yeah, I think they had the bye week in between. Right. In between. that's Yeah, that's fine. But even still, they prepared for an opponent, played the opponent, tied the opponent, and then said, we'll decide this one next week. Or they'll tie again. You don't or know. maybe they'll tie again, and we won't even see anything real happen. So... I don't know, man. And then Miles Garrett. I thought this was interesting for Miles Garrett. He said uh, he, there's a painful memory from earlier this season while he was discussing the team's slim hopes of making the playoffs. And he said he heard a stat that our chances to make the playoffs right now are greater than the chances the Jets had to win with two minutes left. And the Jets won that game with two touchdowns in the final 82 seconds of play. And that's why Garrett said he's still pushing for the team to advance despite long odds. He said, look, I'm ha- I might be having a good season. I might be stacking up some things personally, but none of the individual great season stuff works for me if we're not going further, if we're not making it to the playoffs. That's the only thing that matters. That stinks. That stinks for them to have the, the kind of thing that they've had going on. But even still, a lot of people will look and say, yeah, but you, you got that. You put yourself in that situation with your quarterback situation. Coming up next here on the KNC Masterpiece. Cowboys win, Cowboys lose. We hit it next to the fan. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.